Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello. God bless everybody. This is Evangelist Mary Scott. I'm coming to you with Iron Sharpens Iron. And I just want to share um, a little bit with you today. Hopefully I won't be before you long, but hopefully whatever God gives me to share with you, even though it may not be long, it will be impactful in your life that you may use it on this road to get you on through to the next level. But anyway, I want to first say, you know, God worked. Work in me, Lord, decrease me. Give me something to say that may bless somebody else, God, to strengthen somebody else, God, to lift up a sister or brother, God, somebody that may need to hear just a word from you. Send confirmation through me, God. And I ask you, Lord, to continue to lift us and strengthen us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, I just want to share with you what um what God put on my heart. Um, the first thing that God put on my heart when I was composing my my message for you today was, it says, I want to thank you, Master, my most loyal and truest friend, my Alpha and Omega, my beginning and my end, my comforter and healer, my provider tried and true, my way maker and promise keeper. My worship is my way of thanks to you. And I just I just want to thank God today. Um, it's been a long 30 days and a long week, and it's been trying, but God, and I thank God for being a way maker and a promise keeper and a strength provider on today. I just want to come and just share some points that we may carry with us that, you know, some nuggets, I call them put the little nugget in the bucket that we can just go a little further. I want to talk about some issues that blessed me, even though my heart is heavy today. We laid a brother in Christ to rest yesterday, and it's just been a long, emotional week. But again, I say, but God, he has been a provider and a comforter, and I, and it's not robbery to come and give him worship and praise on this day. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to talk to you. Uh, God put in my heart to share that, um, like I said, even though my heart is heavy, we, are, we, we grieve for a little while, and then we transition into worship. Uh, worship is not like praise. Worship is deeper than praise. When we worship, worship is something that comes from the spirit. Worship is an attitude or a state of your heart. So I worship him today. Um, people's situations can't do anything for you, but sh- but should do. they can't do anything to you. Things we go through in life shouldn't do anything to you. It should do something for you. It should push you to the next level. It should make you think. It should make you um Talk to God more because that's what he wants us to do is acknowledge him. And with all of this that's going on in the world today, God just wants somebody to acknowledge him. He just wants some worship. He just wants some praise. And, you know, everybody, and I see a lot more of it daily. I see weekly that people are surrendering, people are worshiping, people are praising, and that they are finally getting it, that if God don't take care of you, you can't be taken care of. If God don't provide for you, there is no provision for you. And um, I just thank God that the people's eyes are being opened and that, you know, like Second um, Chronicles 7 and 14, we his people, I say it every time I come on here, if we his people – meaning the Christ-like, the saved ones, he's talking to us, turn from our wicked ways, and they are doing that. And I give praise to God for that. I worship him 
um, in all his his ways, good and bad, even though we, we lost a brother, thank God anyway. You can find something to thank God for in everything. And so I wanted to um, to just say, you know, I learned that we need to completely depend and trust on him. And when you trust God, that moves hurts, that moves bad decisions, that moves addictions, it moves worries and uncertainties. To trust God is not easy, but it's very necessary. Um, the brother that I lost on last uh, on last Monday morning, he gave uh, he gave um, his last sermon on the 29th of May, and his last sermon at our men's night. Uh, he said that God put in his heart, and it was a message for us because he knew he was going to take him home. And the message to us, it was so powerful. He said that um, his, his his title was, your hour has not come yet. And that means, you know, he said one of the richest places on earth is the cemetery because so many of us die prematurely without fulfilling uh, our purposes. And we need, we all are here with a purpose. And And I thank God that God told us, and showed us that his purpose was fulfilled because after he gave that sermon on your hour has not come yet and about fulfilling your purposes. And he said many times throughout his sermon, God don't take me until I fulfill all your promises and all your, all the purposes that you have for me. He decreed and declared that he would live and not die. And, And 10 days later, God took him, but God knew that, but he was leaving a message for us. He was leaving that for us. You know, many people, the grave is filled with people who have left here with purposes unfilled. And I just wanted to encourage somebody, um, refuse to live a non-purpose life. You don't get saved to die. You get saved to live on purpose. And and that's something to think about. My three-year-old granddaughter, she shows purpose on purpose. My three-year-old granddaughter, I thought about her this morning, she lives on purpose. She when my when my brother passed away last Monday, the first thing out this three year old's mouth was, "I want to pray for Ivana, which is his four year old daughter," and she said, "I want to pray for her right now," and she told her mother, "I want to do something for her. I need her to come over here. I need to show her love. I want to hug her." She lives on purpose. Her purpose is comforting. She is a comforter. She she prays. She'll just be playing with her toys and stop Johnny on the spot and just start praying, praying for the men. She's been doing this for months. Even before the pandemic started, my granddaughter would just stop, and she would pray for the men in her life and the men in her family and the men that she knows and at her church. And And that's powerful because that let me know that I need to keep her in prayer. I need to keep her in the word. I need to keep her in church. I need to, she's living on purpose at three. And there are some of us that say, I want God to use me, but you're not usable. And it don't sound good to say that, but I was telling my pastor today, who puts good inventory into a vending machine that's out of order? But you want God to give you things and put stuff in you and you out of order. We got to get in order so we're usable. I thank God that he just, he showed me these things. You know, he still, my friend that passed, my brother, is still fulfilling his purpose, even from beyond, from the grave, because he has set a spark in my children that have made them think. They are thinking. My daughter said, you know, my daughter is saved, and she, but she wasn't assembling herself. She wasn't assembling herself with um, 
with the body of Christ. And the and the word says, fail not to assemble yourself. But, you know, when he passed and she was so hurt and so crushed that she said, if I had known my time was limited with him, which is always limited, we don't know what tomorrow brings. But she said, I would have been there. Not that I need to be there for him. I need to be there for God. But it opened up an eye and opened up an ear. It opened up an ear. And and it and it you know it made her see things differently, and I thank God for that. I said, Lord, He's still fulfilling His purpose even from the grave, and I thank God that He was He's still fulfilling His purpose. Because guess what? She sent her tithes with me this morning. She said, even though I have to work and I can't get there, send my tithes. Because God told her, if you pay your tithes, I will give you more. I will protect you more. And she and and even though she knew that the the loss of our friend. It sparked something in her. And that's what we need sometimes, a jolt. And that's why it, it took me all the way back to my title of my of my show, Iron Sharpens Iron. Even from the grave, he was sharpening his sister, you know. And I thank God that it opened her eyes before it was too late. Um, my daughter was telling me today, she said, you know what, Mom? Loving God and knowing God. It's two different things, and it was so deep. I said, I'm going to share that tonight with the people of God, knowing God. And then she broke it down. She said, everybody, all of my friends that uh, always say, I love your mama, I love your mama, but they don't know my mama. Like, if if I don't like for you to wear shoes in my house, everybody that she know that say, I love your mama, they can love me genuinely, but they don't know me to know that when you come in here, there are certain things that you have to do in here. Just like she said, people love God, and they might really love God, but they don't know him, and they need to know him so that they can. Once you know him, you do things differently. You walk differently. You talk differently, and you grow. And I, and it was so deep because it's so true. You can love somebody from your heart and still not know them. And I thought that was so powerful. It changes your actions when you know them. Um, she spent her time. And, and 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 I said, well, you know what, God, even this week has been so challenging, so draining, but yet so fulfilling and so educational and so inspiring. This is a product for the Network, and I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us tonight. And next episode is Iron Sharpens Iron. And if any time you want to call in, you can call in at 323-870-4174. You can also call in the number 319-527-6091. At this time, our host will be rejoining us. And uh, we have uh, our host. I'm so, you know what? See, the enemy don't like when you're telling the, the truth and telling Telling was was right. The enemy knocked me right on out. But guess what? But God, and I'm gonna keep on saying what He told me to say. Anyhow, I wanted to share uh, two brief stories with you, just to give you an idea about the good God that we serve. And for anybody, let me give this information first. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Uh, Purpose Kingdom Network is is located at www.blogtalkradio.com/slash/forward/slash/purposekingdom. And if you want to call in to to comment or respond, please do. I I love the feedback and the conversations. The phone number is 319-527-6091 or 
870-4147. And I'm going to leave that there, and I'm going to continue on with what God has said um, to me. I wanted to share a story uh, about uh, Pastor Jamal Bryant. Pastor Bryant gave an analogy about a week ago, and I said I wanted to share this with the people of God. Pastor Bryant was walking through the mall with his three daughters, Adora, Angel, and Grace, and they noticed a sale. So Pastor Bryant, you know, daughters asked them could they stop and could they have some money to go for the sale in uh, Forever 21. And he gave them all $50, and he said, meet me at the cash register in 15 minutes. His daughter Angel said, Dad, can I walk with you? And he said, okay. She said, Dad, you like those jeans? He said, those jeans are nice. She said, you're the best dad ever. She said, you think I should get them jeans? He said, yeah, I think you should get them. She said, okay. Then she said, Dad, I can't believe you came here. You're the best dad ever at the whole school. We kept walking. That's what he said. He said, they kept walking. And then she said, what you think about them sneakers? I mean, that sweater. And he said, that's what is nice. She said, you think I should get it? He said, um, yeah, I think you should get it. They walked a little further. She said, Daddy, I can't believe after all you had to, had to do, you flew here after preaching just to come and see me. What about that coat? You like that coat? He said, yeah, I like that coat. She said, you think I should get it? He said, yeah, I think you should get it. He said they was almost done walking, and she said, Lord, Daddy, I ain't got no earrings. You think I should get some earrings? He said, I, yeah, you should get them. Get some earrings. She went, got one pair of earrings. She said, now these earrings is just for every day, but I need another pair for special occasions. He said, yeah, go get another one if you like. She said, oh, Daddy, I love you so much. I can't believe you getting all of this. We get to the cash register, and Adora and Grace are already there and have paid for their $50 worth of stuff. But Angel has $150 worth of stuff. Her sister said, how you get all that stuff and we just got this? She said, because I walked with him. It's some stuff we can get when we learn how to walk with God. She knew how to walk with her daddy. She knew just how to talk to her daddy to get things that she wants. And it was so powerful because we can have anything we want, but we don't walk with him and we don't talk with him. When you learn how to walk and talk with God, then you learn how to speak in his ear. She was speaking in his ear. Oh, daddy, I love you so much. Oh, daddy, you the best dad ever. Oh, his chest was out and he was just spending his money. But she got everything she wants. He said, God, we ought to be saying, God, you think I should get that house? God, you think I should get that car? God, you think I should get that business? We got to learn how to walk and talk with our Father to get the things that we want and need. Folks want to know how you get all that stuff? Because I walked with him and I kept talking in his ear. That's how we can do that. And the other little story I wanted to share with y'all that God blessed me with that really um, touched my spirit was about a young man, because somebody asked, do God still talk to us? And he really, really does. We just have to have a spiritual ear to hear him. And I just want to help somebody with this story and let them know that we, we, we hear little things, in our, but we always like, ah, oh, no, nah, and we blow it off. And you can't blow it off. You got to do what doesn't look normal to the world, 
because that's God saying he ain't going to ask you to do nothing ordinary. If it seems strange and it is, do it. Because a young man had been to Wednesday night Bible study, and the pastor shared about listening to God and obeying the Lord's voice. And uh, and he had shared about hearing the Lord's voice. And the pastor has, um, said to him, the young man couldn't help but wonder, does God still speak to people? And after service, he went out with some of his friends for coffee and pie, and they discussed the message. Um, several different ones talked about how God had led them in different ways. And it was about 10 o'clock that evening when the young man started driving home. Sitting in his car, he just began to pray. He said, God, if you still speak to people, speak to me. I will listen. I will do my best to obey. As he drove down the main street of his town, he had the strangest thought to stop and buy a gallon of milk. And um, one second, I'm sorry. He had the strangest thought to stop and buy um, a gallon of milk. I'm sorry, you know the enemy messing with me today because he don't want me to tell y'all what's right, but I'm going to tell you anyway. So after he bought this gallon of milk, he shook his head and said out loud, God, is that you? He didn't get a reply, and he started on towards home. But again, he thought, buy a gallon of milk. The young man thought about Samuel and how he didn't recognize the voice of God and how little Samuel ran to Eli. Okay, God. In case that is you, I will buy the milk. It didn't seem like too hard of a test of obedience. He could always use the milk. He stopped and purchased a gallon of milk and started off toward home again. As he passed 7th Street, he again felt the urge, turn down the street. That is crazy, he thought, and he drove on past the intersection. Again, he felt that he should turn down 7th Street. At the next intersection, he turned back and headed down 7th. Half-jokingly, he said out loud, okay, God, I will. He drove several blocks, then suddenly he felt like he should stop. He pulled over to the curb and looked around. He was in a semi-commercial area of town. It wasn't the best, but it wasn't the worst the neighborhoods either. The businesses were closed, and most of the houses looked dark, like the people were already in bed. Again, he sent something. Go and give the milk to the people in the house across the street. The young man looked at the house. It was dark, and it looked like the people were either gone or they were already asleep. He started to open the door and then sat back in the car seat. Lord, this is insane. Those people are asleep, and if I wake them up, they're going to be mad, and I will look stupid. Again, he felt like he should go and give the milk. Finally, he opened the door. Okay, God, if this is you, I'll go to the door, and I'll give them the milk. If you want me to look like a crazy person, okay, I want to be obedient. I guess that will count for something. But if they don't answer right away, I'm out of here. He walked across the street and rang the bell. He could hear some noise inside. A man's voice yelled out, who is it? What do you want? The door opened before the young man could get away. The man was standing there in his jeans and T-shirt. He looked like he had just got out of bed. He had a strange look on his face, and he didn't seem too happy to have some stranger standing in his doorstep. What is it? The young man thrust out the gallon of milk. Here, I bought this. It's for you. The man took the milk and rushed down the hallway, speaking loudly in Spanish. 
Then from down the hall came a woman carrying the milk toward the kitchen. The man was following her, holding a baby. The baby was crying. The man had tears streaming down his face, and the man began speaking and half crying. We were just praying. We had some big... We had just got out of bed and had a strange look on his face, didn't seem too happy about the stranger standing in his doorstep. What is it? The young man thrust the milk. I'm sorry. Okay. When we were just praying, he said, we had some big bills this month, and we ran out of money. We didn't have any milk for our baby. I was just praying and asking God to show me how to get some milk. His wife in the kitchen yelled out, I asked him to send an angel with some, and are you an angel? The young man reached into his wallet and pulled out all the money he had on him and put it in the man's hand. He turned and walked back towards his car, and the tears were streaming down his face. He knew that God still answers prayers. And that's what I want to share. God will tell you to do something that you don't understand, and you'll be thinking, I don't want to look crazy to everybody else. Look crazy because you somebody's angel. you answering somebody's prayer. I thank God that he still answers prayers, and that he still talks to us. Even my pastor, who stays before God's face, when he lost his son-in-law Monday, he said he, he didn't question God, but he because he has such a close bond with God, he told it. He said, I asked God, you tell me everything, even before things happen, but you didn't tell me this. And he said, why would you take my son? And he said he didn't hear nothing from God, and he went on to play with his grandbaby. He said he felt God's presence, and he said, God, I was trying to talk to you, and you act like you couldn't hear me. And I was looking like, oh, my God, I know that ain't like my pastor, but that man was hurt. And God told him, I'm the God of Isaac, I'm the God of Abraham, and I'm the God of uh, uh, Jacob. He said, and who are you to question me about taking my son? He says, as a matter of fact, he's here in my presence, him and his brother, dancing. So we can question God, but God knows just what he's doing. Just what he's doing. And I just want to encourage y'all, because I'm going to go in here and see about my baby. But I wanted to stay and encourage y'all, and I want to give the call of salvation. I want to encourage somebody, listen, seek him while he can be found. Uh, you know, when you pray, that's only half. Praying is only half. And pray, praying is half the battle. You have to be listening. The other half, you have to listen. So when you pray and then you crawl in the bed, that you just did half of it. So I want to I want to encourage you all seek him. I'm telling you, this is the beginning of the end. This is the beginning of the end, and I promise you, I'd be too scared not to seek him. And if I know him, I'd be too scared not to get closer because you can't get too close to God. And I want to encourage you, like I am. I just want to walk with him. I want to talk with him. I want the promises. I want the blessings. And I want to know what's going on. I want to know what you want me to do. Keep me usable. Let me be somebody's light. Let me be the Jesus that somebody sees that may never hit the church building, you know? So I want to tell you, you know, if you're not saved and you want to be saved and you want to get to know God and not just love him but know him, I need you to say, dear Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. 
And I just want to say God bless you. I love y'all. Keep us in your prayers. Keep the Folly family in your prayers. Keep Full Life Church of God in Christ in your prayers because we have been hit hard. And what the devil meant for bad, God turned it for the good. And he tried to knock us off our squares, but I promise you he ain't did nothing but spark the fire. So I thank you. And and and, I, and God bless you, and I love you. And at this time, we're going to have um, uh, Minister Rob come in and give us our announcement. All right, all right. Real quickly, this is a product purpose Kim network, and we uh, just we just enjoy Evangelist Mary Scott tonight, and just giving us you know just that that story that she shared with us, because a lot of times. You know, we just need just that just that one little spark in our life to just inspire us. And uh, we just thank you so much, uh, Angelus Mary. And um, this is and one more thing. You know, doing the call of salvation. You know, I know some some of our sanctuaries are closed, but there are all you know other options and there's other alternatives. Like we can go on Zoom, we can go on Facebook, and uh, we can go ahead and, and you know we can just you know still have our dedication to Christ, you know, and even in our own homes, we can do that. And with that being said, this is a, you know, I just want to let you know, if you want to correspond with us here at Purpose Kingdom Network, you can correspond with us here at PurposeKingdomNet at gmail.com where you can send your comments, questions, concerns. You can simply say hello or send a prayer request. You can even let us know that you turn your life over to Christ and we gladly celebrate that with you. We're also on Instagram and Twitter at Purpose underscore Kingdom where you can do live streams. We also invite you to like us on Facebook at Purpose Kingdom. And don't forget to please feel free to share with a friend. Anytime you want to hear any past or previous broadcasts, you can go to www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. We can simply type in the host name or the show name. You can hear that show in its entirety and at your convenience. And uh, we also are glad that you're sharing with friends and family members. We greatly appreciate that. Well, guys, we're going to bless you. We hope you join us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour for Life Without Limits, hosted by Pastor Jerry Johnson. And once again, well, guys, we're going to bless you. We hope you join us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour for Life Without Limits with Pastor Jermaine Johnson. Also, um, you know, we appreciate uh, your listenership, no matter where in the world you're, you're listening to us. And, um, and on any of our social media pages, you can get a morning or inspiration following our social media pages, or just go to anchor.com or anchor FM and type in Purpose King, and you get a morning or inspiration. Also, I have a special announcement for tonight. Uh, we're going to have uh, our evening worship on uh, Purpose Kingdom on Facebook, and also we're going to have. Uh, or Facebook, you can follow Todd T. Nelson. We'll be having a morning word of worship, uh, uh, evening word of worship at 9.30 p.m. tonight. Don't forget, and, um, don't forget to tell a family member at 9.30 p.m. We're going to have a evening word of worship on Purpose Kingdom. And you can also go to Todd C. T. Nelson on Facebook. And you can get another evening word of worship. And uh, we thank you, and uh, we hope that you, you know, with God's blessing, that you and your family continue to flourish at this time of need. And we just thank you so much. And with that being said, we're going to return to Evangelist Mary Scott, and she's going to close us out.
Evangelist Mary? Yes. Well, again, I just want to say thank you so much. God bless you. And I hope that something was said that inspired you or touched your heart or sparked you to to, to mainly get to know God, get to know him, get a relationship with him, get closer to him. And, and you know, tomorrow ain't promised to nobody. And I do want to just say, you know, love on each other and show empathy to people. You don't know what nobody's going through out here during this time, and we need each other. Kirk Franklin sings that song, um, I Need You. We need each other. When they say, I don't need nobody, yes, we do. We all need each other. Iron sharpens iron. And I thank God for Purpose Kingdom Network, and I and like I said, I, I, I request your prayers, and I, and, I, and I thank you for your prayers and, and for your, your love and support, and may God continue to bless and keep all of y'all. Uh, well, one more thing, Sister Mary. Uh, before you go, yes. you do have a caller. You want to see if you can take that caller on right now? Absolutely. Yes, sir. All right. Come on. All right. See if you lost that caller. No. All right. So you can um go ahead and close this out, Sister Mary. Sorry about that. Okay, well, Lord, I just want you to just go and be with each family represented here tonight, Lord, and touch those that were listening and let something that was said spark a fire um, that they would change and get to know you, that we would all turn and worship you, God, that we would learn how to worship you in spirit and in truth. And I ask you, Lord, that as we leave this broadcast, but not your presence, that you would just go with us in Jesus' name, God. We pray and we thank you in advance. Amen. Jesus led. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never wanna see me down, I will not lose. He saved me, I 